Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Appreciate having you along with us this week. We're going to talk some Chattanooga softball. Season is in full swing. Make sure you head over to GoMox.com. Check the schedule. Find out when these ladies are playing. This is a fun team to come watch. The one thing this team can do is they can hit the ball, and they can hit it a long way. So you will see some runs scored, I promise you, when you come to see Chattanooga softball. We're going to visit with Emily Coltarp who started off the season as the Southern Conference's leading hitter. She's having a tremendous, not just year, she's having a fantastic career as a Chattanooga Mock. She is continuing to climb up the ranks uh, of the all-time stolen base leaders at Chattanooga. She's having another fantastic year, preseason, uh, all-Southern Conference selection, and uh, she is going to be with us. We're going to start it off this week, though with Scotty Kilgore, who is the associate head coach for Chattanooga Softball. He is going to be with us, and we'll get his take on this Chattanooga Softball team, kind of where they are right now and where he thinks they're headed. Coach, uh, if you can, kind of tell us a little bit about your history with softball and and um, and how you ended up uh, working with Chattanooga. Well, first of all, I appreciate you having me on today. Uh, you know, my journey with softball in the fast pitch world, whew, that's a long one. It started started back in uh, 1995. Uh, I live in Georgia, so obviously uh, my oldest daughter, when she started playing softball, Georgia was transitioning from the slow pitch game to the fast pitch game. Uh, then once that transitioned and she started playing, uh, obviously it's still the same way today when kids, trans, you know, they go from coach pitch to kid pitch, everybody wants to run out and learn how to pitch. So that's what I did for my daughter in 1995. And once she started pitching and, you know, we started learning the game a little more, uh, I just fell in love with the game and it's just a whole lot faster than baseball. So I stayed in the game of the travel ball world for 10 years. And then I had the opportunity to coach at the high school level at Northwest Whitfield. And I was there for seven years. And then uh, I worked in the corporate world and they did away with my position in 2012. And I just happened to be, I took a severance pay and Coach Reed had asked me for to be a volunteer and I actually felt worked out right for me. And I've been here for seven years now. You know, I had forgotten about that, that at one point in time, Georgia was a slow pitch, uh, played so yeah. slow pitch softball. I have always thought it, uh, you know, being involved in, in Tennessee high school athletics, the fact that in in Georgia, softball is a fall sport in Tennessee. They play in the spring. Correct. Which is, to me, I've just always thought that is, that's one of those weird things that differs from, from state to state. Um, yeah. Talk about that transition now from going from, you know, being a travel ball and a high school coach to now coaching at the Division One level. I think, you know, in the travel, I mean, obviously you're still developing it at every, you know, at every transition from the little ones to the high school, even to college. Uh, I think it's just, uh, you know, handling, handling kids differently. And, you know, in high school, the game gets faster. And then you take another step at college and the game gets faster there. So uh, that's, that's the biggest transition for me. Uh, obviously, as a coach, you're always learning. Uh, I still learn from our kids every day. So, uh, but 
that's the transition I've seen is just the game getting faster. What are your primary responsibilities with the coaching staff? Oh, well, I was talking and uh, we just finished doing some scouting reports for this weekend for ETSU. Uh, I work with the infielders, the hitters, and then I do all the recruiting for us. Let's talk about this infield a little bit. I'm, I'm going to go around the horn for a second and give you a chance to talk about some of these players. I want to start with Aislinn Sellers over at first base. She's coming off a, a really good weekend uh, against Furman, I thought. Uh, but, you know, you talk about making that transition from high school to college. The game speeds up a little bit. It seems like from a distance, she's handled that well, has she not? She's handled it great. I mean, you know, we put her over there. She's got a great glove. Uh, obviously, she's been hitting well uh, over the last couple of weeks, and uh, she's earned that spot. She, the situation or the moment she's in don't seem too big for her, and she's transitioned well from that high school. Uh, at second base, there's, uh, there's Emily Coltarp, and we know the kind of player that she is. Uh, well, she's been the leading hitter in the, uh, in the Southern Conference uh, going into last weekend, but the model of consistency as, as I watch her play, uh, you get a chance to see her every day. What stands out the most to you about Emily? It's her work ethic. You know, she comes to practice. Uh, she's our anchor on the infield. She holds things together. She's done that for four years now. Uh, she's solid. She communicates well. Uh, thing special about Emily, you know, uh, she came in as a freshman. Uh, she had the opportunity in her freshman year, she just blew it out of the water. And, I mean, you can look at her track record. She's got a proven track record from the infield, from hitting, to everything she does here, being in the classroom. So uh, she's a great kid. Well, you talk about a kid that comes in as a freshman and makes an impact. We can add Kaylee yeah. Snell to that list as well. She has been another one that has really came in and, and I think, you know, played really well from the get-go. I remember talking to Coach Reed about her after – she signed and he told me then he goes she may have the best arm of anybody on the team um a little yeah. bit about kaylee snell and, and what you're seeing from her you know and coach reed when you talk to coach reed about kaylee i mean to be honest with you uh she's probably our best athlete on the field not just to go with a strong arm but she's got great range she's fast uh she's smart and those are intangibles uh, you can put a lot of people over that shortstop but uh she's got what it takes to play there at this level. Kaylee Phillips over at third. Um, look, there was a lot of excitement about her when, when she decided to transfer back and, and come home. Um, obviously, she showed off the power this year. Uh, what has been impressive to, to me about her is, is the way she's been able to show off that glove a little bit down at third. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's still coming back, you know, she was from an injury last year, then with COVID. So she's really missed a year and a half. So she's just now getting back into the swing of things. I think, you know, uh, I think she's done wonderful over there. Obviously, she's got a big bat, and uh, that's what, you know, when teams come into play us, you know, they fear her there. So but for her glove, her arm, uh, going in on the short hops and stuff like that to get bunts, she's done wonderful. Uh, how big is the upside for her? Like, it, it feels like the ceiling is pretty high, and maybe we haven't seen – what it could be i don't think i don't think we have seen that yet i mean to be honest with you i don't think we've seen that with any of them uh these these kids are super athletes and 
you know, we've got better. You can look at every category from this year to last year. You can look at home runs. You can look at doubles, batting average, stolen bases. And we've just about doubled our number in every category. And I just look for that to continue to improve. Feels like this team's a little more aggressive on the base paths. Um, I know Emily's off to a, to a hot start when it comes to stolen bases, and she continues to climb in the in the career record book here for uh, for stolen bases. Is that by design going into this year? You guys wanted to run a little more? Yeah, I think that was one of our goals. You know, you sit down at the year and you make initial goals and things you want to do, things you didn't do well last year. Uh, obviously, we had more speed come in this year. Uh, so, And next year, we have more speed coming in as well. So hopefully that trend will continue and our uh, stolen base attempts will go up and uh, successes will go up with it. Is it safe to say that catcher is the one position on this team where you've still got a little bit of a, a battle going on for playing time? Uh, I don't think, you know, I think Jace and Presley, they complement each other well. You know, uh, they're constantly communicating. I wouldn't call it as a battle as much as I would just a competition as far as like pushing each other to be better. Uh, I think there's certain situations uh, that suit them both. I mean, there's some days we feel like, okay, this is who we need to do. This is who we need to catch Presley. And the next time it may be Jake's, you know, it depends on who's, what pitcher's throwing, uh, how they look in practice with what pitches we're working on that week, depending on who we're playing. Can you, obviously they're freshmen, they're still freshmen. And so they're still learning, you know, that's a, uh, you know, your catcher is the leader of the field. They see the whole field and you talk about a transition. We go back to transitioning and from a catching standpoint, that's probably the biggest transition. Can you talk a little bit about that uh, or expound upon what you just mentioned with certain catchers and certain pitchers being more comfortable with each other? I, we, we talked about this uh, over the weekend watching you guys, the fact that, you know, I, I always uh, hearken back in, in a baseball term to Tim McCarver, who made a career as a catcher basically because Steve Carlton only wanted McCarver to catch him at one point yeah. in time. Uh, yeah. so there certainly is something to that. Can you expound upon it a little bit from a, a softball standpoint, but B from what you guys are experiencing this year with this group? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it happens a lot more in baseball, obviously that does softball. Uh, you know, you always hear about the pitchers who have their preferred catcher and things like that. But for us this year, I mean, I think, you know, you come out and, uh, Jace is really aggressive. She's got a strong arm, uh, I think, you know, with drop ball pitchers, she does a she does a little better job of drop blocking. And then you look at Presley, and Presley gets out there. She's calm and she's in control, and uh, she makes the plays there. She handles Brooke well. Uh, and I don't, like I said, I don't think we could catch either catcher we have and go into a situation and feel good about it. Uh, but, you know, there are some situations. Well, we brought Liz in the other day to catch. Uh, Liz wrote a ball. We brought her in as a catcher last year. She's been playing right field for us this year. Uh, but we went back to Liz, you know, for a game this weekend, and Liz had a great game behind the plate. Uh, just, you know, hoping we could, you know, sure some things up, and he's a hard pitcher to catch, so we was trying to get some stability back there this weekend. You talk about handling the, the recruiting. Uh, as a guy that has coached uh, in the area at the prep level, at the summer league level, going back to the mid-'90s, how much better is softball, girls softball, which has always been good here, in my opinion? Yes. How much better is it today than it was, say, 20, 25 years ago? 
Man, that's that's a loaded question, Chris. I mean, it's a <laughs> it's definitely that's a it's going to come a long ways. I mean, you you can look at ESPN on any given day, and there's a softball game on now. You know, and I think and hats off to ESPN for getting these female athletes out there and uh, showing their athleticism, things they can do. But it's just leaps and bounds from, you know, the time I started in 95, you know, and back, I guess it was two years ago when we did the, actually there was a recruiting period where it didn't matter how old you were, you know, you could go get kids when they were 13 and 14 years old. And fortunately for us and the athletes, the NCAA stepped in and, did away with that, and now we can't talk to them until their junior year. But, you know, it was a crazy world back then. But now it gives us more time to see the kids, actually, as they progress from that 14 underage, that 16 and 18 underage. Uh, because, you know, there for a few years, you would uh, get on kids early. And when they got to the college level, it didn't transition from what they did the last four years of their high school career, if that makes sense. Uh, but, you know, recruiting is a tough business. You know, you go out there and you compete against thousands of schools across the country and uh, for the same kid. It's, uh, it's a crazy world. <laughs> what do you look for? I look for you're on the recruiting trail. Talk to me about, about what you look for when you're, you're trying to find the next Chattanooga mock. Yeah. Well, obviously, we want kids that want to be here. You know, uh, I always say when – you know, when I go out and recruit, we I think Chattanooga is a huge selling point, not just uh, from an athletic standpoint, from a city, from a city standpoint, from an academic standpoint. But we want kids who want to be at our university, and obviously they send us emails. We go out and watch these kids. But I'm a high energy guy, so I like kids who have a high energy. Uh, shortstops who talk a lot, you know, constantly in the game, uh, moving a lot, and you know, I don't know if it's just because that's the way I play, but that's what I look for. And an athlete. It feels like, uh, and look again, we've always had a contingency of local players. This roster in particular, this team in particular feels like it's got more. Is that, is that, a, is that safe to say that this is one of the teams we've had of late that has more local talent on it maybe than in years past? Yeah. I mean, uh, Surely since I've been here, I got here in 2015 with my first year, uh, spring of 16. So I think looking over our roster, I think we do have a lot more local kids. And again, that's, you know, that's Chattanooga softball. You go back to what you said, Paul, we've always, it's always been a hotbed for fast pitch softball and coming in next year, you still have a lot of local kids then. So, uh, you know, like I said, there's just a large talent pool here in Chattanooga. I really like this team. Um, you yeah. know, we've talked about the, the local kids. We went around the infield. I really like the makeup of this team. I think it's one that has a chance to score a bunch of runs. Yeah. I think it's a, I think the success for this team comes down to two things. This is my opinion. You tell me if I'm right. Number okay. one, fielding has to be better. Yep. And number two, this team will go as far as that those uh, that pitching staff can carry it. Am I am I right? That's correct. I mean, you know, and it, it, again, you know, you've been around this game. Uh, it, it starts in the circle, you know, and we know uh, our pitchers know that. And Coach Tarango challenges our pitchers every weekend that you know we've got to do things better. It's no, it's the same way we talk to our defense. We've got to be, we've got to clean things up from a defensive standpoint. 
I think our hitting's been fabulous. You know, obviously there's going to be games you go out there and you don't hit as well as what you think you should. Uh, but, you know, from the pitching standpoint, it starts in the circle and we got to clean our defense up a little bit to ensure a title run this year. Coach, I appreciate it. Great visiting with you. We will do this again. Good luck this weekend. Hey, I appreciate, I appreciate you having me on this weekend. I mean, this week. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it, Coach. Thank you. Hey, thanks to Coach Kilgore for giving us some time this week. Now we turn our attention over to the mock starting second baseman. She's been all conference. She's a starter from day one as a freshman, and she is having a tremendous career as a Chattanooga mock. Emily Coltharp spends some time with us this week on Mocks on the Mic. Let's talk a little bit about how uh, your season has gone so far. You've gotten off to a really hot start at the plate going into last weekend. I'm not sure where you are today, but but going into last weekend, you were the uh, leading hitter in the Southern Conference. Uh, are you feeling that right now? Do you feel like you're seeing the ball better? And and is it is it's it's a groove you kind of fall into? Yeah, for sure. So. I think from like beginning of season to where I'm at now, I've just started to see the ball really well. And, you know, as a leadoff hitter, I think really your job is just to get on base. So that's really the mindset I've been taking to the plate with me is just hitting the ball on the ground, making something happen and get on base, let the people behind me drive me in. So, yeah, I would definitely say like I'm, I'm confident with where I'm at right now, which is good because we're getting into, you know, the meat of season with SoCon coming up. So, yeah, it's really exciting. So – you're off to a good start in terms of stealing bases as well. Yeah. Uh, you continue to climb up the, uh, uh, the career charts for stolen bases here. Do you feel like you've got, um, is that more something that you guys as a team are trying to do? Is that something you're trying to do personally? It just seems like I'm seeing more aggression on the base paths from you guys. Yeah, definitely this year we kind of had a little talk at the beginning, just wanting to get more aggressive on the base pass. So that's something that we as a team have tried to do more of. So, I mean, obviously it's really good for me. I love stealing. Like that's one of the most funnest things to do. So, you know, just getting on base and being able to get that extra base right away is super important. And I think it takes some pressure off of the people behind you as well, instead of, you know, maybe – not having to get the bunt down, being able to drive me in. So that was something that we've really tried to do more of this year. And I think it's worked out pretty well. So talk to me a little bit about the art of the stolen base. Like mm -hmm. what's the key? What's the key? Oh, probably just that first jump. Um, we really have been working on that a lot and that, like strength and conditioning. Our strength coach has done a great job at really working on the little things. So I would just say getting that really strong first jump is crucial and doing it at the right time because if you don't get that first jump right off the bat then it's it's hard to be safe so definitely the first jump is the most important thing Kaylee Snell missed a couple of games uh weekend before last you had to play some mm -hmm. shortstop you're typically in at second most times do you prefer yeah. uh shortstop or second base does it matter to you I mean if you would have asked me this freshman year I would have say I would have said I preferred shortstop but now it, it really doesn't matter I mean I'm more comfortable at second base now just because I've done it for the past two years but shortstop is always like that position if I go back to it might take me a couple innings just to get comfortable but it's I've done it my whole life so 
I'm pretty comfortable at both. If I had to choose one, I'd definitely probably say second base, especially with the throw. I'm getting a little old over here, so the throw kind of <laughs> takes a toll on my shoulder. But, yeah, I mean, either one, but second base for now. I was going to say, it's it's amazing what moving, you know, six feet on either side of the bag can, I mean, mm -hmm. your, the, you know, your angle at which you throw, the way you see the mm -hmm. field, everything changes, doesn't it? It does. It's completely different. And I really didn't realize how different shortstop and second was until I moved to second base because you'd think originally, I mean, they're both middle infield. You both have to have pretty good range, but it's like when you see the ball on the left side of the field versus the right, it's a completely different take. So it's, it's amazing how different they both really are. Uh, you and Kaylee, that's two pretty good. Um, I mean, that's, the, that, that's a pretty solid middle infield with you guys yeah. there, not just at the plate, but what you guys can do in the, in the field as well. How important is it for you guys to have chemistry up the middle with each other? Oh, it's, it's crucial because, you know, second and short, they really have to communicate. There's fly balls that are dropped in the middle. There's double plays, everything. So, I mean, me and her have a really good bond. Like, we're super close on and off the field. So, having that bond just makes you feel comfortable with where you're at. And it makes you both have confidence in each other. And I think that's huge. You guys take two out of three from Furman to open the mm -hmm. Southern Conference portion uh, of the schedule what do you feel like you guys need to do? What has to happen for this year to end in a Southern Conference championship? I mean, if you look at our team, we have so much talent. I think it doesn't really come to our, like, talent in general. I think something that we should definitely keep going through our minds is just keeping it simple and doing what we know how to do. I mean, we have so much depth on this team. We have so much talent, so many young players that have stepped up to the plate. So not overthinking it and just playing softball, doing our jobs, and in general, just keeping it simple. You guys have nobody in their last year of eligibility. Has that thought dawned on you yet that, hey, this, this group uh, can all come back again next year too? It definitely has. I mean, it's crazy because I'm, I'm definitely taking my fifth year next year and, you know, along with a bunch of others like we're all doing the same so this team that we have this year majority of them are going to be coming back next year which is something that we've never had before we've always had seniors that don't have another year of eligibility so I mean it's exciting it's it's going to be very interesting and it's exciting to see like our future with the team from a power standpoint is this does this team have more power the ability to hit the deep ball is it mm -hmm. there more so with this team than the others that you've been on definitely this this team has so much power and that's something that is awesome because you know if I get on base and I get on second I have no doubt in my mind that I'm going to get drove in and just having the ability like the girls have the ability to hit, hit that home run when we need it or just to get a base hit is it's really good because it gives you confidence and I think that's why we've been hitting so well so we definitely have so much more power this year than we've had in the previous years and it's, it's really exciting. I got to ask you about two players oh you, you mentioned okay. the fact you're you're kind of the veteran of this group I so I gotta ask you about two of the youngsters okay sellers at first and mm -hmm. lip airy wherever she plays whether it's the outfield or the infield both of them as freshmen have come in you experienced this same thing because you came in as a freshman and played and contributed and you were very good early on we're seeing yeah. kind of similar things from these two what have you seen in these two freshmen so far 
I think, you know, I, I can first start with Olivia. Olivia has the mindset of a senior. Like she completely surprised me when she came in. She was so confident and she has such a good mental state when it comes to her at bats or just her abilities in playing the game. And I think that's something that really set her apart. Um, she's, I mean, anytime she gets up to play, she's going to battle. You never see her have a, a bat at bat. And that's something that is so important to have in this game. So, I mean, she can do it all. She can, she's fast. She can hit the deep ball. She can get the base hit when we need her to. So that was just, that was mind blowing to me when she came in. I'm so impressed by what she's done so far. And I mean, the same goes for Aislinn. She originally came in, played shortstop for a little bit, did great, moved her to first base. She's doing great at first base. So she's that kind of player that can really just go anywhere and she's going to do good. And Aislinn is the same way when it comes to, you know, her at bat. She I don't even know how many RBI she has right now, but she's just the RBI queen. So, and to do that as a freshman is just huge. Like that makes me so excited for them as their careers go forward, that they're already making such an impact on the overall success of our program. So it's really exciting to see. And I, I love it every step of the way. Emily, you have been so much fun to watch. I wish you all the best for the rest of this year and beyond and uh, look forward to us being able to catch up again. Yeah, thank you so much, Chris. Thanks to Emily for her time. Thanks to Coach Kilgore for his today. Thanks to David in the uh, Sports Information Office for setting all this up for us. And as always, uh, thanks to Tate Johnson for uh, kind of putting this all together and making it all work. And thanks to you for being with us this week as well. Make sure you join us again next week, every Thursday. Mox on the mic coming to you wherever you download your podcast from. We're on all the major platforms. Make sure you tell a friend about us. In the meantime, so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.